our top three fave and you know not favorable uh batches of the week so lucito talk to me what was three of your not favorable matches of the week um i would say my least favorite or not um i would say the lana winning the qualifying match to go to survivor series i was expecting somebody else like pain royce or naked cross to be in it but i don't know what's going on which good for lana but I was expecting a different result. Um, I would say um, the Sarah Deep against um, what's her name? Sarah Deep against Layla Hirsch for the NWA title. Um, that's just, I feel like that was more of a filler for the week. And number three, I would say the um, for Hell in a Cell, I would say the R-Truth and Gulak match. I feel like that was just a filler. There was, you know, Overall, those are for me like the weakest of for the week for the week. Cool, cool. I I'll, uh, I, uh, I could definitely agree in majority of that. Uh, I would say on my end, uh, definitely Eddie Kingston versus the Jobber was not my favorable. I I didn't like the chemistry. I didn't like the uh, um, how the match went. I understand that it was just a, like a buildup for full gear, but still. Um, and the crazy thing, he's not a jobber, which is crazy. He's like, he was a joke, like he's a former superstar, which is crazy. But he was the one who almost had um, the loss, like almost had Eddie Kingston lose the match at the Battle Royale over the pay-per-view. Uh, but again, that that match to me was not. It didn't digest well for mm-hmm. me. Um, I would definitely go with the uh, uh, WWE uh, Bobby Lashley versus Re- uh, one of the member of Retribution. Uh, that match, what? It, it's just like Retribution is definitely getting getting buried slowly but surely in Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm gonna say another moment moment. That really didn't digest well with me. Uh, I hate to say this, but you know it is what it is. The lumberjack match between uh, for the TNT Championship uh, again. Uh, that to me had so much potential to be maybe the top five match of the week uh, compared to all the uh, stuff that was happening in the wrestling world. But again, that ending was so sour it's it just like the, the aftertaste in my mouth it's just like I, I, it's just like no cody should not still been champion that's what i'm trying he to should say. have it been should... champion i feel like Brody should still be champion till now i mean Brody Lee, that's arguable in a sense but again if, that's what I'm saying. if you're trying to push orange cassidy that would have been the best way to you know what i'm saying through it that way and, and it's not um, going to happen for a long time so it is what it is Moving along, Lucito, tell me what was one of your favorable moments in WWE or in for this in week? For this week, um, I would say um, the crowning of the final, the Tribal Chief. Uh, finally, now I'm saying that the story's done, but I feel like he's the final, final crowning of the Chief. Him joining the head of the table, which was great story, great pay per view, um, and we have to see what Friday has to come. Let's see if the Usos fall in line or. They get you know taken out of the of the tribe. Um, I would also say um, the Eddie Kingston 
pro like promos or programs, I would say I, I'm liking that and building up for full gear. Um, I don't know if Eddie Kingston's ready to say I quit, but I'm liking the promos and how they're pushing Eddie Kingston. And I would say um, that the whole theme of Halloween Havoc, I, I appreciate it because Halloween is getting close and I, I like how they kept it with the theme. And mm-hmm. um, Shati Blackheart was a great host for Halloween Havoc, which was pretty good, especially for her. They they know that they could count on her to be a, a host and she could fit the role for any pay-per-view or anything that they did. So I will say Shati Blackheart overall for Halloween Havoc. All right. Uh, so uh, one of my three, I'm going to go with uh, Rhea Ripley versus uh, Raquel. Got to give some love for the women division. I know the Sasha and Bailey was uh, pretty. It was good, but you know, to me, Rhea Ripley is definitely of a bigger star compared to those two. Mm-hmm. Um, not not name wise, just like you know, by attraction. Yeah. You know, I definitely go with Rhea uh, over Sasha any day of the week. Uh, followed by that, I'm going to give. Hmm. Damn, this is real. Uh, Drew versus The Miz. Okay. Drew versus Miz because the buildup of the story uh, from the start of the show to the match was pretty good. Uh, Drew's letting us know that, hey, I'm still the guy in a sense, Mm -hmm. only that I got to start from the bottom. And hopefully by mid of 2021 before WrestleMania, Hopefully he's in a titlement shot for the WWE Championship, or even he, potentially get the briefcase from the Miz. Have him put on the line. I don't, I don't no, see that coming, but may, it, no. that could be a possibility. You know, I I, I could already see the belt. Uh, I could see the contract already be used uh, okay. before then. Uh, so Drew could be facing in WrestleMania once again between uh, Randy, the Fiend, or the Miz. One of those three will be his opponent. And it's going to be a great match uh, for the belt. So that is something that I'm. It's giving me hope. Uh, lastly, God, <sighs> why is it so hard? Jesus Christ! Third one. How about the um, the town hall meeting? Yeah, thank you, thank <laughs> you for that. Yeah. Uh, Matches weren't too many this yeah, week, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah. again, I, I mentioned it before. Like, it's yeah. definitely was top moment, but I, yeah. I, I'm not sure why I slipped. Yeah. But yeah, town hall, uh, very full of energy, well balanced out. Uh, I like from the inner circle how Ortiz and Chris are really in, like, in, in the middle. Be like, maybe he could, maybe he don't. Santina. Uh, Sammy are like against it, be like rebel and be like, no, he should not be part of it. Um, and also, what was Jack Hager? He wasn't there. Uh, he's training. Oh, he's training. Oh, he's doing for UFC. Okay, I was, I saw uh, that. I was MMA. like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Okay, he's not part of oh, UFC. No, yeah, MMA. I don't know if it's Bellator or some other one, but yeah, so that that kind of like was interesting. I'm like, where where is he? You know, like, yeah, it was weird not seeing him, but uh, like I said, seeing Luchasaurus with the big question, uh. Uh, Britt Baker asking about friendship, uh, and then the librarian shooting the shot. Hey. Uh, you top it off with Eric Bischoff in the most most favorable. I have right here in my note the most favorable moment ever is when Tony told 
Chris to shut up and let Eric talk because <laughs> I have noted here this is something that we all want to see during the presidential debate. Oh. <laughs> this is just the, the host to tell both uh, candidates shut up so we could like you know let the per- the question be uh be told yeah. which. It was well SQ. And it's all because he called him a pre uh uh prima donna, which yeah. is like which he is, but you know. It is no lie. Yeah. So I like how Eric still have the ability to like uh stir the pot. And again, the build up for full gear, that's really exciting. Uh with the stipulation MJF wins. He's in the inner circle. If he doesn't, then you know, he probably gonna have a great match with uh Chris Jericho. But before that he has to go through or uh, Ortiz and Santi- uh, Sammy for uh, in a taxi match between Warlow and MJF. So and those kind of, are um, sort of uh, kind of kind of final thought on on the town hall meeting. Just yes. thinking about it, Jericho hasn't made. I may right maybe right or wrong. I'm just just Jericho hasn't had a good winning streak at pay per views. He lost against he, Orange Cassidy. He, he lost won the, the title. AEW championship. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying, but like he loses more than he wins. Uh, so, or he might be 500 or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like I guarantee win. So we could see MJF be in a circle. We have to re- re- revisit this next week when we give our projections for full gear. But just putting, you know, a seed of thought to be like, Jericho hasn't had a, you know, a good winning streak. Uh, pay-per-views even though we don't think about which is crazy we think he always wins but he hasn't you know recently he hasn't been winning because double or nothing that's when he lost the belt to john moxley right? yep and last the last um he won last last pay-per-view when it was um was a pay-per-view when he won against um the chaos project he beat them that was like a big show for for that. I think it was thirty year um, anniversary. But so that he was a that. Wednesday. No, no. But I'm that, was, that was like a big a big show. Um, but he lost against Orange Cassidy. Um, and I think he lost before that. But it was just like the mayhem. The most um uh, the mayhem they lost. He lost the yeah, the I yeah the uh, yeah so he lost to Moxley. But I I think he had like at least two title defense for before, and he won successfully too because. Yeah. He won the belt against uh, the, you know, he was the inaugural champion uh, when he beat Hangman Page uh, for the belt. I'm not sure if he had a match with Kenny for the belt on a pay-per-view. If so, you know, he won that match. And then after that, he lost to um, uh, John Moxley. Uh, so, damn, that's really a good observation on your hand because it, it I'm like right now I'm kind of a little bit stunned. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. Now that I think about it, talking out loud, yeah, it's I, I, it's it could be possible that we could see MJF in the inner circle. I would like to see that just to uh, yep. just something different, but I'm just curious, you know, just because I know next week we'll we'll touch base on basically our pay our pay per view uh, for full gear, our picks and stuff, but you know, something full for thought. Um, Maybe Jericho, you know, we might see a, a new addition for Inner Circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, again, it's not a bad thing because, you know, I think, again, the question from the town hall meeting was it was all about his character. Mm-hmm. Benefit, what profit is MJF going to bring to the Inner Circle, to the table? Yep. And, and he took that chart from Drew Gulak, one of his PowerPoints. 
<laughs> which is was really funny. Uh, but again, it's it's one of those things that we just got to see how well it's going to get played out, mm. um, played uh, next week. And hopefully it's going to be a great story because the one thing we want to see and like MJ have is a title man. And between the TNT or the heavyweight will be nice. Oh, TNT will be, he, that'll be fit perfect for him. I would like to see right. with AW, but I feel like get one so, at a time. So if Chris and um, Jake Hager, right? Mm-hmm. Jack Hager uh, wins the uh, freaking, uh, what you may call it, the heavyweight, right? The heavyweight. I mean, no, the tag team, yeah, right? Tag team. Then who's going for the heavyweight for the inner circle? Warlow? You think Warlow is going to be part he of the lose, But I'm just saying, like, he could go for it. I feel like Warlow's his contract is going to end with yeah. them. I, I, I like once uh, MJ become part of Inner Circle is like by Warlord. Yeah, he might be like we only they only need one big guy in the group, and that's Jake Hager. So, mm. all right, guys. So that's probably solution talk right there. Uh, you know, comment below. Did we miss anything? Is something that you agree, disagree with us, you know, you could definitely put your two cents on our YouTube page, Problems Lucha Talk, when the video is posted, as well as on our um, social media um, podcast app on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also follow us on the Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter, the Providence Lucha Talk, where you could, you know, you ask questions, you make your comment, we'll respond in some shape or form. So, with that being said, I'm your boy, Jay Aguila. This is Lucito. And we say buenas noches and deuces.